0: I'm Anthony. I'm Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused. And this is the all new, all different Under the Cowl.
1: Brand spanking. This is better than the brand spanking new duck.
0: Like you've never had it before. (laughs)
1: And once you got it, you, you gotta need it all the time or something.
0: So of course, moving into the new location, things have been a little uh, I don't know, chaotic, and we haven't been able to quite work out a, under the cowl. So we figured we'd get a start on it nice and early, and uh, figure if we're actually discussing things and people can see that. Kind of like when we're doing the club podcast, if people came in, they're like, "Okay, they're they're doing this," and it was a, you know people were a little bit more conscience conscious of, of what was going on. Um, whereas before even though we were recording we weren't doing anything podcast like and people were coming in there were like three or four conversations going on at the same time. Which doesn't work out very well for podcast. No. So and now instead nobody's... we'll have nobody talking.
1: Well, I was <laughs> waiting to set up, but did anybody see the cast list for the uh, Masters of the Universe?
2: No, is, it, not, is it Dolph Lundgren?
1: Uh, uh, some no. scrawny little shit. I don't even know his name, but... Well, I don't know, because I forgot who it was,
0: because it's been so long. They, they had announced who was doing it, like, a long time ago, and I didn't know if it's still that same
1: person, or... Put it to well, this way, you have the same it. physique as this guy, so you well, could have been He-Man. I pretty much am (laughs) anyway. I mean, we're talking about the cartoon, right? Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. I have no information about the movie. Never mind. Okay, forget it then. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're we're talking about yeah, yeah. yeah, All right, all right. Um, So up until this point, we didn't have any information beyond Kevin Smith was running, show running, writers' room, directing the continuation of the Masters Universe cartoon, and. On Valentine's Day they dropped uh, a list of the cast and that cast includes a list of people that I'm gonna name off right here. Jason Mewes. Well, Mewes is in there. Um, see that? What that? It came on the book. That's stupid. Well if it comes that way I guess that's a... Um, I'm not a big, uh, like, human mans not my go-to thing. So, when I say some of these names, you know, maybe I won't pronounce them right, because I, you know, Haman, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Haman? Haman. Haman? Maybe just, yeah. Oh, is this CGI. the other Masters of the Universe? Yeah, that's, well, the, the movie, that's, that's
0: the movie. That's the movie one that he's showing the picture of. Here. Oh, that, that guy's guy. awesome,
1: though. I like him, so. But, no, yeah, Santiano or something.
0: Yeah. He, he is far too small to be He-Man, of course. But, uh, uh, of course. He's bulking off pieces. Well, it, is he bulking up? or Are they gonna do kind of a more of a CGI muscle thing? Paint the abs on so, like in three hundred. You know where he can do a little bit more of a transformation <laughs> into He Man, kind of like a Bruce Banner. They didn't the Hulk. beat them on; they just
2: added. Yeah, you know,
0: obviously. Uh, what, what's his name? Banner and Mark know. Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. See? Uh, obviously,
1: he's not, you know, built like the yeah. Hulk, but you know. It's funny you bring him up because this Noah Centiano guy. If you've ever seen him talk or even look at him, it's basically a younger version of Mark Ruffalo. They they have the same voice, the same tone, the same like facial expressions and they've like have chatted back and forth because the internet recognized that that this Noah kid is is like, Why is this guy Mark Ruffalo? and and they both commented on it. So it is kinda of funny that you transitioned into that coming from there. And I wonder if he's gonna have blonde hair for the movie because don't know, but the release date is March 5th, of 2021. So one year. 2020? 21. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Got a lot so, of work to do. Yeah, they're moving I haven't even, even heard of it. So. Yeah. So we got a year. But. All right. Well, this is the casting list that uh, for the animated series. Uh, playing the character of Skeletor, God. he that was cringed. <laughs> He was once in Batman the Animated Series. He was also in Star Wars. He also voiced Swamp Thing. Okay, so what's so cool gonna sound exactly like the Joker. <laughs> it is Mark Hamill. as Skeletor. <coughs> Mark Hamill is Skeletor. Okay, that I like. So yeah, he's the top billing. Kevin had a picture posted with Mark Hamill. Oh wait, he might not sound just like the Joker. He might sound like the Trickster. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Playing uh, Evelyn, 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 based on how it's worded here. Um, Lena Headey from Game of Thrones, uh, Cersei. Oh, I can't stand that bitch. <laughs> She's gonna be Evelyn. I I didn't cast these people. I'm just reading the internet. So um, you, you said we can't swear on under. This is Under the Call. You could say it is. Anyway. Under the call. I, re- I said shut, right. but I mean, I just realized I just dropped two swears in the last five minutes. We <laughs> always have. Since, since the
0: very first episode of Under the Call, bro- when Rodney first asked, yeah. is yeah. there
1: swearing? <laughs> um, Mark Hamill played cock knocker, which is something I probably wouldn't say on the other podcast. I, <laughs> I would say Mark Hamill played Cockknocker. Uh, playing He Man. Oh. Uh, Prince Adam, I guess, is his real name before he becomes he man That's a lot I know about E-Man. Spoiler! Uh, this one I was excited about. Chris Wood this is Supergirl's husband, who played Mon El and Supergirl, who's befriended uh, Kevin Smith, who's directed a lot of Supergirl episodes. And uh, Chris Wood's gonna be uh, taking the mantle as the title voice, which uh, I think for a lot of people, maybe if they're, you know, we said some big names already, he would be a lesser name to the grand world of Hollywood, but maybe that's the best direction that there's not a.
0: It people probably won't I have.
1: forgot what it was. So. People won't have opinions either or. Uh, but yeah, Chris Woods, so I was excited to see, uh, see him listed there. Playing Tila is where my interest really jumps in. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, I'm sorry. But Damon I, is super excited for this. I There's certain actresses that I absolutely cannot stand. Oh, boy. And she is in probably my top five. Man. She's the reason I couldn't watch um, She's Buffy. the reason he can't read Buffy the Vampire <laughs> I was going to say, guess who's, <laughs> guess who's not Buffy. looking at that next week? <laughs> All right, um, I've got a whole room dedicated to her. Uh, we have playing Man at Arms. This it's all one word. Man at Arms. The most there important book is missing. Okay. Undiscovered Country number four. That wasn't on my Next list. Next week. Okay, uh, playing Man at Arms. Also, Sarah Michelle Gale. Oh, wait. Next line. Bad uh, <laughs> Bad reception. Liam Cunningham, Game of Thrones, March Clash 1st. of the Titans. Or no, not March. Again? April 1st. Are you shitting me? Oh, they already have it written. Why don't they <laughs> just... Uh, Liam Cunningham is Man at Arms, Game of Thrones, Clash of Titans. I don't recognize the name. Or... Liam Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Dog Soldiers. He was, Did you ever see Dog Soldiers? No. He's His old... He's man at, I could see that. All right. We have playing Cringer. Yes. Is none other than the guy who wondered where his stapler was. We have Steven Root from Office Space is Cringer. Steven Root also working with Kevin Smith a couple times as well. All right. We talked about a Joker being cast in this, but we also have a Batman. Because Diedrich Bader from the Drew Carey show and also... Batman and Equin. other versions, yes, that as well. Uh, Diedrich Bader is playing uh, Trapjaw, it also says Slash King Randor, is it two characters or it the same it character? It has two characters. King uh, Randor Sponsor. is uh, Prince Sponsor, Adam's, Sponsor. Adam's father, oh, okay. and Trapjaw Sponsor. is one of the old villains. So yeah, uh, Diedrich Bader is playing Plus both of those one. characters. Yeah, yeah. We have Orko cast. Orco, you may not recognize the name, and maybe you didn't see his. Uh, oh, no, I recognize the name. Or well, no, yeah. the name I'm about to say. any problem? Griffin Newman, who no, uh, was uh, the okay. the moth guy. I can't think of his name from the tick, the Amazon tick. Oh, uh, Arthur. Arthur. Yep. So Griffin Newman is uh, Orco. Then you have uh, playing Triclops is Henry Rollins. Who is in Henry the, Rollins? Henry Rollins, yes. <laughs> what, uh, From Black Flag. Wrong turn too. and isn't he in the opening of Jane Bob? Is that the guy I'm thinking of? Who is the he's, cop? Got, he's all tattooed up? Um, oh, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Uh,
0: he's, he's got like, a neck that looks like it was drawn by Rob Liefeld. That's <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: definitely not the guy I'm thinking of. Then, so have you
0: seen Jackass the movie?
1: Uh, a long time ago, but I remember nothing of it. Oh, no,
2: because he's the one that tattoos Steve-O on the golf cart.
1: Okay. I'm Henry Rollins and this is jackass. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's got the face that just hasn't changed in 20 years. It really hasn't. Uh, sure. Yeah. So-so. Alright, so he is uh, voicing Triclops. Then we have uh, Alan Oppenheimer, who is the original Skeletor. Uh, he's playing Mossman. Okay. Okay man or Mossman? Mossman. Is it Bill uh, Mossman? No, Moss Ma- Mossman. Okay. He's
0: uh Um, he's 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 the uh he's the swamp thing character. Yep. Uh, but not really. Okay. Basically he's a green beast man is what he is.
1: Yeah. Okay. We have Al... I already said that one. Susan Eisenberg, who is from Wonder Woman and Justice League. I'm not sure if that was animated movies, but she's playing Sorceress. We have Alicia Silverstone in the house. Former uh, Batgirl. She is Queen Marlena. We have uh, Roboto being voiced by Justin Long. Uh, We've got... Jason Mewes, cast in this. Jason Mewes will be playing the character of Stinkor. Uh, we have Phil Lamar who is going to be Hero. We have Tony Todd from Star Trek Next Generation and the Candyman as Scare Glow. We have Cree Summer who is uh, from DC Superhero Girls and Vampirina. She is the Priestess. Kevin Michael Richardson from the Batman and Thundercats is Beastman. We have another Batman in this uh, casting here from Batman the Animated Series, as well as Crisis on Infinite Earths. We have Kevin Conroy playing Merman.
0: And then... It's going to sound like Batman talking with, you know, water <laughs> as well. <laughs>
1: then, as... What well, about is it Alina? Eilina? Alina? Not, I'm not waiting sure. for a confirmation. Jolene. What's it? No, what, Jolene? <laughs> no, I It's uh, I L E E N A. It's a capital I, so it looks like it's Jolene. Uh, well, you may know this person just by name from Jane Son of Bob Reboot from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Harley Quinn Smith. So she is playing. Believe it. Maybe she's a new character? You know, I got really confused. Well, you know what? It, it might be some
0: side character or something. Because some of these characters are not very well known. They're probably going to have like an episode yeah, or okay. something like that. Yeah. And that might be the case, you know, with this character. It might just be. Being like, you so know what? My daughter's in this too,
1: so I'm going to throw. There's some name girl in the that. that in months. I haven't read any of that. A... But yeah, anyways, that concludes casting announcement for the animated series that I have nothing to do with for huh. Masters of the Universe. Uh, and Damon will have nothing to do with it either.
0: <laughs> nope. I could tell how excited he was about his
1: grunting and everything. I want to tell you. Going, in, going pre-announcement, I was like, yeah, I'm sure I'll watch it just because I'll have Netflix for, you know chapter 14 of Sabrina at that time or something. But and then and I'll I forget be, that it will be Netflix? Yes, okay. yes. All and right, then, and uh, I usually have Netflix, so I might actually get to watch that. There you go. But yeah, hearing those names on there, then I'm more excited uh, just because I like a lot of those people. Anyone to be watching Lock and Key? No, but I added it to my list. On two episodes in. Not bad. Yeah, interesting. I've heard nothing but good things about the comic, it's always been on the long, long list, and I still have never read it. I'm sure as hell glad I picked up the three hardcovers, you know, six months ago. Yeah, got Um, it on sale, because now they're like, through the roof. I haven't read the comic, I haven't
0: watched the show, but uh, I I hear it's not as horrific as the comic. Is that right? This must be a bit toned down or something, I don't know. It seems more uh, and that was from somebody teen who ordinary. was about three uh, episodes in oh at age three i thought you were saying yeah So that, that was, was from a three <laughs> yeah a three-year-old uh, receipt
1: it's not bloody enough sorry. not horrific enough i'm three um comiXology always does the thing about you know free trial and read unlimited, blah, blah, blah. And they've been advertising Lock, key, lock and Key because they assume they're all on there. But it's one of those things where I was tempted to do a free trial for like two weeks or a month or whatever it is and just read all of Lock and Key. But that'll take some time too, so. I got a question for you. Um, I'm planning on reading tomorrow, uh, Zombie Tramp. You know, I got the next hardcover and I think that's straight paperbacks, three, four, and five in there, and you said you've read the whole universe.
2: Besides Zombie Tramp.
1: Right. So if, in fact, I like Zombie Tramp, I'm thinking of getting the first book in each one. I know of Vamp Blade, Dollface, Black Betty, and then there's, like, the Doll Squad, which is... Danger Doll Squad. Yeah.
2: Is there anyone else I'm missing? I think that's it. There's... Now they just started a book called Amalgama, but that's spun out of Danger Doll... Squad. Yeah, she, right. was, she was a villain in, like, the third arc
1: of that. Okay, and I'm trying to find a reading order online, and it's almost impossible.
2: That's See? weird, because one of the issues I have actually has, like, the timeline. <clears throat> I can try to look for it.
1: Yeah, I, I looked uh, everywhere. There's nothing about a timeline. It's a, there isn't even a Wikipedia page for zombie Train. Let me
2: do some digging there. I know I have at least one issue, and I could, like snap a picture of it and bring it next week.
1: Hey, yeah. that'd be awesome. Because um, the Origins book, I read, was just it was great. I, loved it. I don't
0: know nothing about that
1: one. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Other than what I heard last week on issue 117 of the Crimson Co. comic clip podcast. Although I heard uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is going to be in the live action. She is. Yep. Yeah. So the Thank you. <laughs> I just she ruined Screen Two for me. She's the reason I bought Screen Two. I, I the Grudge. It's uh, the reason I love the Grudge. Couldn't watch Scooby Doo. I've watched the movie tons of times, mostly because of her. I'm picking up a pattern here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Show Gallery is awesome. That's what just. That's the pattern. You just named a bunch of cool things watch the movie Buffy the Vampires <laughs> can't watch the series now that's that's on you that's uh yeah. that's okay man. I got such a backlog of stuff to watch I didn't know but out of everything that exists it always comes back to Buffy that's probably the number one obsession like that I have that's mm-hmm. where the thing I've taken the most deep dive that's just continue to be part of my lore, and he lives vicariously through Freddie Prince Jr. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of uh, Freddie Prince Jr., has officially announced at the DC Universe uh, service that him and the Darth Maul guy, who's in all of the DC shows all the time, or right just Park? like everywhere. What's it? That so you're talking about the actor who played Darth Maul? Yeah, Clark? yeah. Park. No, the 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 voice. Oh. You did the voice of. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Oh. Um, who's that guy? Who we I talked about him a while back. Think of it. I. He was on Supergirl as the I, that guy that uh Darth <sighs> Maul in like Rebels. And we talked about him like a couple months ago, how he shows up and like everywhere he was on Supergirl, and then he was in this or that, like he just keeps appearing everywhere.
2: Do you know? Remember who he was on Supergirl?
1: Uh, he was the, uh, I don't remember what his name was. <laughs> uh,
2: Do you remember what in the character? Clone Wars,
1: his name was Sam Whitworth. Sam Whitworth. Oh, okay. that's the name. So, Sam Whitworth. Agent of Liberty. Yeah, that's who so he was. <laughs> uh, I would have remembered that name if Sarah Michelle Geller played Agent of Liberty. Uh, we have... Sam, Woodward. I was gonna say the other actresses I can't stand, but I I can see that would be my downfall, so I'm just gonna keep that to <laughs> no, myself. I'm mouth. interested, no. <laughs> uh, we have Sam Whitworth and Freddie Prince Jr. pitched a uh, tabletop show that they're gonna be doing on the DC Universe service. He, ha- uh, Freddie, has his gag head. It's uh, egghead, but with a guh, as he says. Um, he has a YouTube channel, and he has like like Seth Green will be on there and Claire Grant, his wife and they'll have you know a couple comedians other actors and blah 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 but they play a lot of tabletop games so they're taking that idea and bringing it to the DC Universe app with the DC Universe inspired games I don't know much about the tabletop gaming world but it's like how Will Wheaton had his tabletop game for Geek and Sundry and basically for what 15 to 30 minutes you're watching other people play this game but you're they also kind of teach you how to play and kinda of hopefully inspires kinda of can serve as a tutorial of sorts. Right like if you're right. like David watches a lot of that stuff on D D
0: uh same, same type of show just watches it for
1: inspiration and ideas and yeah, it's definitely for someone like me who's not into like sports and stuff, those are the things I do find a lot. You know, it's kinda of like watching like, you know, poker, you know, I don't know if they still do that stuff that poker uh as a spectator
0: sport. yeah yeah
1: yeah because like that was that was a big thing for quite a while wasn't it but like the idea of like watching people play games especially people that you know that are like married to Sarah Michelle Gellar you know it's a uh, it's a pretty good I, I like the the prospect of the show so oh just did all <laughs> want to see my picture with Freddie Prince? no I don't have one with her but I'm waiting. Yeah, just she's got to get to a con near me. She, she doesn't do too many. She ever send you an answer for your proposal? She's heard about Anthony. She she keeps her distance. She's, not, she's seen my Buffy room, and uh, it was a couple years ago. She tweeted it out and went above and beyond. It was something that she could have easily ignored the tweet, and just that would have been it. And she saw it, and in those days, instead of quote-tweeting or retweeting, that would have just sent my tweet out to all of her followers, she actually saved my photos. I sent her three or four images of the Buffy room display, and uh, she had to save those because she put them in a brand new tweet, and she said, look at this guy's dedication to Joss Whedon and everything Buffy, and then she was flipping out over it. Like I said, that was something that she could have easily just not responded to, and there would have been no attention, and it would have been over, but she went that extra mile to, you know, and if there was ever a time for you to drop in a proposal, that would have been it. That would have been it. Especially yeah. now that the restraining order's expired, <laughs> you would have been good to go. My <laughs> restraining order is with Stanley, the Sarah Michelle Geller, she embraces it, so. Oh now here's the tough call. Oh boy. Here, here's one of your dilemmas. This is d- Damon's, you know, Sunday write in. Damon's <laughs> the one <lover. laughs> yeah. Two <laughs> doors. Oh boy. You walk through, you get the night of your life with whoever's behind that door. Door one, Sarah Michelle Gellin. All right. Door two, Leah Thompson. Sarah Michelle Gellin. Oh, no way. Yep. You would give a, <laughs> Leah Thompson. Just think of all you could talk about with just how the Duck deducting back to the future. You know, yeah. I already, I already, t- I got, Photos with her. I've talked to her for like 15 minutes already. Minute. She could put on that pink little nightie and get on the bed with you and call you ducky. I mean, come on, that's better than what's Buffy gonna do? The shove a stick through your heart. <laughs> I don't know if she would just do the same thing. She's you know, an actress. She one can, will pluck your feathers and the other one will kill you. So what do you? <laughs> you got some weird fantasies, dude. Uh, that's what kept me out of the really good schools as a child. <laughs> yeah. So is, would you say Sarah is like your your favorite? Uh yeah, let's see. There's some other leading lady out there that takes the number 1 spot. Well, what's interesting if you bring it back to Buffy, I, Allison Hannigan is one of the co-stars in Buffy as Willow, American Pie and How I Met Your Mother. And but it, like Willow is always my favorite from the show. So maybe Allison Hannigan, mm-hmm. but they're both pretty close and there's never a world where I would have to pick. So ultimately it doesn't matter. So <laughs> they're not both gonna come knocking on my door being like, all right, you have to pick one, one of us, one of us, and Oh, then, so you don't take sock in those bathroom fantasies <laughs> or they knock on your door God, and they use the restroom? <laughs> I guess not. I saved that for Swan Thing. You know, if there's some mold behind the toilet or something, he can grow out of it, and show up in the stall. That's normal, right? Sure, happens all the time. Can he, can he
2: grow out of mold? It's not plant; it's fungus. It uh, <laughs> just ruined
1: his fantasy. <laughs> wasted so many years of my life coming up with that. He's been saving it up for this very moment. Is there? You ruined it. Is there any leaves, like, that are coming out of, like, fungi and mushrooms, like, stems? How, here, how about this? He's probably more likely to have that mold growing on him
0: than him growing (laughs) on that mold.
1: How about this? Somebody went into that stall to smoke some weed, and then Swamp Thing. (laughs) Swamp Thing grew
0: out of the weed? Yes. (laughs) Can you do that?
2: I, I, that was a legit question. Okay. Anthony, Anthony is the Swamp Thing expert. I was asking him if he can grow out of mold.
1: And <laughs> I would have said yes. And if I was in charge of writing that story, it would have been true because I'm the one that wrote it. That was fiction. Being like, you know what? I just changed canon. I just, I just added to the character. And the big next time when we see Swamp Thing in live action, he's going to be a real fun guy. Why are you shaking your head and pointing the calling your shot, Babe Ruth? <laughs> <laughs> and I only know that because John Goodman played him in that movie's awesome, so that concludes my sports knowledge for today. I didn't get to read stuff. much this week. Well, <sighs> no? that's it. Too busy going back on Sarah Michelle Geller's film catalog. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Swinging to start here. <laughs> There's a chair between us. <laughs> Trust me, she's not worth fighting over. <laughs> he can have her.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, we, we, we gotta find some common ground here. How about we discuss uh, Afterlife with Archie? There we go. Now we're talking. Did you
1: know that Sarah Michelle Geller was once uh, approached to play Betty in a live action?
2: So, I think this one, so volume three, number nine, is the first appearance of Vamp Blade. Okay. But Vamp Blade number one lines up with, was released the same
1: month as 19 of volume so if I read my hardcover, which is all of year one, which would be three, four, and five, and I read that, I should be able to just start the Vampiret series two, and read them concurrently. Um. But there they are. <laughs> it's okay, it was, oh it's not that. Oh.
2: Okay, you, I can figure this out. I do this stuff all the time for my reading, reading orders.
0: But he's got to figure out the entire uh, reading order for crisis or
1: well oh, I have websites that's It'd be something with uh, neat collecting singles but I have a feeling that the first uh, first singles of yeah. zombie Bay that's big bucks so I'm out <laughs> and there's only the two hardcovers, so I guess I'll just have to get the trades. Did you read later? Yes I did there are two spoilers in here that were absolutely excellent last page for sure definitely when the death of someone that i've been waiting for well for years. see here i i thought you were going to say that i don't think that's him it, though no. it's gotta be. i think it's, it's just a don't comment. ruin my dreams man, man. pretty sure i'll accept your sarah if you accept mine <laughs> uh, i'm just telling you, what you guys is? read it i'm pretty sure that's not uh, no. uh any intention of reading this i will be reading do you want to know what we're talking about? <laughs> I can guess, just because Anthony said Gungan. <laughs> Death of Jar Jar Binks. That didn't happen in there, so... It's just it some probably soldier. didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> well, really? I, I sp- will show you the panel, and you tell me. I don't have to look at the panel, and I'll tell you. I, I was <laughs> so happy I even put this issue in a top order. See, I was wondering why that that 100% wasn't it. This was a fun issue, though. Yeah, I brought that one to the table as well. That looks pretty good. Now I gotta find it. It was towards the end, I think. Yep. last couple pages. There it is. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I don't think so. Where are we? Here's Jar Jar. They're getting attacked. And, oh. Is that for sure Jar Jar? I'm assuming. I don't think it's because a they got that screen and that communication when they busted into Padme's apartment so why would they have any connection to another Gungan in Padme's apartment other than Jar Jar because they were the ones that were friends and then if you really want a bomb dropped on you this is what gets you to buy issue two right here which I'm sure will be something that will you know because this takes place, Vader goes after the hunt of who made Luke weak. Yeah. Luke, uh, and that, and so he goes and busts into Padme's sealed apartment that was sealed the after the day she died, and he runs into her. And so imagine if Padme was still alive, but the fact... to clone. I... Pal- Palpatine, did Pal- Palpatine did
2: it. Palpatine did it.
1: Because you know, everybody, this is considered canon. True. And you know how everybody... Hate Jar Jar, that would be that cool. is a false statement. Okay, ninety nine point <laughs> nine percent of normal human beings hate Jar Jar. So the fact that they would kill him would be great. And well, well, issue two comes it very we well.
0: Know. Could be Jar Jar Binks. Thanks. I don't think it's Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, what do you think of it is? I don't. I don't. Know. I've never seen. Uh, it's Bar Bar. Jar Jar looking all like, you know. Militaristic with the gun, and, and
1: looking like he might actually know what he's doing. Well this is, you know what, 20 years later? So, so he's 20 get, years older, more experienced. He got buffed out like Noah Sentiano to play He-Man.
0: Well I mean maybe you don't want to kill off 20 years later, maybe 20 years later he's developed into a character that everybody would love.
1: Whatever you're on, sure. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're on, Swamp Thing's gonna grow out of it. So. Yeah, I saw it and I was excited because it was a Gungan. I like when they do any prequel-related stuff in a current, you know, original trilogy or current continuity. So seeing him go back to the to the home, seeing him, you know, just in you know the Padme and to that I have whole a feeling. Thing. This is going to be a great, great, great uh, run. Yeah, it's uh, it Greg almost makes me want to rip open my uh, the Vader helmet this and read the, the first stuff. They've all been super solid. I started off, Vader was the only thing I didn't buy from the get-go back in 2015 uh, because there were so many Star Wars comics. And I'm like, all right, I got all these movies about Vader. I don't. I could skip the comic and then they did the Vader Down crossover, I think around issue 13 or 14. So then I picked up a couple of Vaders to get that crossover with Star Wars. Dug it went back, got them all, and then, yeah, I got all the Darth Vaders from the current Marvel run. Some I'm not a list, but.
2: So your hardcover goes to what number? <sighs> or how many trades?
1: Three, four, and five. Origins is supposed to be trades one and two, and then year one, which is what I have, is three, four, <laughs> and five.
2: Then yeah, you should be able to start zombie, or Van uh, Blade right after that.
1: And then just, I can read a book concurrently?
2: Yeah, up until a certain point. But yeah, for,
1: right away, yeah. What about Dollface and Black Betty?
2: Dollface,
1: oh, that wasn't for a while. So wait on her until she pops up in yeah, one of the other well, stories? Yeah,
2: Dollface I think started in her own. Black Betty was much later, and there's not much of Black Betty. It's been a weird, they release like an issue every couple of months. Mm-hmm.
1: And you is this something where you have
2: all the singles? Uh starting with I have all the singles of Dollface and Black Betty, and Vamp Blade Season Three. First, those
1: probably way to. But you, so you have the other stuff
2: in the dress? I I haven't, I didn't go back and... Oh. Because it's, it's simple enough. Uh, sure. I mostly started reading Van mm-hmm. Blade because of her crossing over. And Van does a thing where each year goes to a different season. So there's season's one, two, three, four, so I started with season three, number one.
0: Uh, the only thing you really need to know anyways, Black Betty had a child, damn thing went wild.
1: Line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was actually like expecting that kind of not to come from that Well, uh, as you were saying it, I was fixated on uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, every generation, number one, as I'm setting up my April picks here. So I was a little distracted by Sir Michelle Gellar, is what you could say. Did you ever pick up Absolute Swamp Thing? Uh no, you're gonna get a second chance. Uh um, you know, Absolute Volume Two was canceled, but you know, we just figured it'd be recent. I figured it'd be recent, yeah. yeah, like the first one, and of course DC. Not only did they come out and resolicit Volume Two, but they're also the same month in October, uh, reprinting the first. Okay. Actually. So October, you have a chance to get Absolute Volume One and Two. And I'm assuming volume one won't have the binding issues that the first print. did, although I left out. I sent my first one back, Yeah. the second one, which was perfect. That's fine, yeah. Has uh, anyone read Money Shot? I have, yes. <laughs> I know that sounds called. It's entertaining. But I saw it was written by Tim Seeley, and I kind of really like yeah. his writing. And I figured that'd be something my wife would really get into, too. Cause yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Pretty fun. Um, Co-writer is Sarah Beatty, who is uh, hilarious on Twitter. Nacho Sarah is her Twitter handle. Um, You would really dig her, because she is uh, very uh, upfront and vocal about the size of her breast. And she posts a lot of pictures about that. I would really dig her. Because, yeah, saying you talk about boobs a lot. So. but they they co-write it and yeah, essentially it's like they have it's this group of scientists that want to fund and like an exploration to I don't know if it's Mars or just another planet, um, and they decide to raise the money by doing porn, right. like alien porn, yep. and the the money they get through their website and everything is going to fund their their research and stuff and. Um, but yeah I I think it's something that you uh, yeah like you said you've heard too you know uh, yeah yeah. I know the trade's coming out in a couple months yeah I got I pick up the issues uh, sporadically as if I have to pick up something from like Midtown Comics or picking up some back issues on Madman or All Red or something like that then I just scoop up the next one there and kind of beef up the order a little bit but yeah it's entertaining actually I will probably have him sign it in two weeks because he's gonna be at C3 to so, you he's a he's an Illinois Chicago area based guy so basically he, he's from he's from Wisconsin- Wausau yeah yeah uh, but yeah they he I think it worked most of his adult life he's I think he's lived in Chicago but um, yeah, I've met him a couple times, and we've uh, talked about our Wisconsin moods then They were developing the, the revival movie, which still hopefully something will happen from it. But Because um, I was uh, befriended the, the guy who was hopefully ultimately directing it so that I could, you know. So I basically said, I'm like, yeah, I need to be an extra in there. And he's like, oh, we're definitely going to need him. So...
0: Uh, has something changed with that? You sound less hopeful that it's going to happen. Yeah, I think
1: they haven't been vocal on what it was. I'm just assuming it might just come down. Like, they're probably wondering how they go about the funding, like if they do a Kickstarter thing or if there's a, I don't know if they're, how they're going about when it comes to the money aspect of it. Or I was getting a little suspicion based on the last update as if it's maybe, I don't know if they're thinking, of a TV show type of deal like because originally it was going to be a most likely a two hour movie and uh, so I I think they're just caught in that that space of finding a home to and figuring out what direction to go with it so but I'm pretty sure everyone's still on board and every now and then they still kind of you know update saying you know it's not gone but that was almost like 70 some odd Issues. Wasn't that, was one was, hardcovers. that one was 40, I think. I want to say it was 48, if I'm not, 47 actually. I think it was an odd number. When
2: does that Darth Vader take
1: place? Uh, sure yeah, right after like the hand cutting he thing. He cuts so. off Luke's hand, and then the story continues. You're doing Jar Jar math. Because <laughs> wasn't he like some kind of like juggler, street performer in one of the novels? I don't yeah, know when that takes place. Uh, five
2: years after the Battle of Yavin.
1: That would be... Oh, well, no. That would be after this Empire. Only well, four years, isn't it? A year
2: and four days after the Battle of Endor. That's definitely after this, though. Mm-hmm. And you don't
1: know for sure that this Gungan is dead. You see them trapped. They could easily yeah. have another panel with someone saving them. All I know is that when I turned that page I got excited because I'm like, oh cool, Gungan just cuz once again a prequel thing into an original trilogy thing. But there was 0% where I looked at that and thought it was Jar Jar. It was like, sweet a Gungan and then I kept going. There's only That was just my 4 years
2: in between New Hope and Return
0: doesn't seem like that short a time. You know, I I've, I've seen different things about That's the timeline. That's the official canon. That is official. Yeah. Okay.
2: Bat- Battle of Endor happens four years after the Battle of Yavin.
0: Yeah. Because I've looked into that before
1: and found sort of conflicting things as far as the actual timeline. Well, then it's not four years between Empire and New Hope then, because between Empire and Return is at least two, a year to two years.
2: I can look at the Battle of Hoth now. So battle of Yavin is zero, because time right. in Star Wars is based After on,
1: battle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if it's four years to the battle of Endor, they didn't go after Han right away. Well, it depends what books. Well, I booked a commission with an artist at C Twee 2 I don't do. Uh, I've done one commission in my life I'm from Scotty Young, and had him had him draw me a Dorothy. He did the Wizard of Oz illustrations for the marvel adaptations and the original novels and dan parent who has been with archie comics classic archie comic writer uh and artist um for like 30 he years has. now hey, he yeah. opened up his spots and you know takes his commissions online you kind of get all the things taken care of jim and uh so yeah Based on a former commission, I'm having him do a different spin on it, but it's going to be recasting Betty and Veronica into a Silver Surfer and Galactus role (laughs) on my Silver Surfer Black Blank variant cover with full colors and space background and everything. But I did tell him, you know, just to kind of come up with a new take rather than the one he had just done. (coughs) So I was able to pay him online and take care of that right away. So then I just drop off the cover to him... uh, early Saturday morning at the con, and then probably at the end of the day, you'll probably have it ready. If not, I'll pick it up on Sunday morning, but that'll be my uh, So you're going all three days? I'll be there. I'll be in Chicago those three days, but I think I'm only doing the con Saturday and Sunday. Just based on that commission sketch, I'm like, you know what? I can skip buying a day pass for that Friday, but I think I'm going to be in town just to be there and ready and a lot of times when I get in just for, like, Saturday, it's uh, coming off of the Amtrak, jumping on an Uber, getting to the place, and just it all happening. It all works out perfect time-wise, but uh, I've got some friends I'm going with, so I think uh, it'll be much better just waking up there and just being ready, and, you know, get ready that way I'm mean, rather segments. than doing all the traveling separate that morning, seats, but... but. Who's doing it? A lot of times they will end up being uh, 15 to 20 writers and artists collect, you know, the total that I'll be meeting and I usually bring probably for that amount. I'll probably have about 50 issues with me because I usually bring somewhere around two to three per person based on what they are and who the person is and sometimes they will just be one but uh, hoping, well, I'll definitely get some absolute card inside both Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman's always there. Donny Cates is He's going to be a harder one just because he's the superstar status. So his I'm not. Ryan I'll be able to get um, okay. just because he has you an Artist Alley booth, TV? but Donnie Cates is, with him not being an artist, he's going to be like, all right, he's signing at the Marvel booth and everyone's going to be lined up for And I have a Jim Lee VIP package as well, so I'm doing that. Jim Lee's going to be at the Marvel booth? What's that?
3: Jim Lee's going to be at the Marvel booth?
1: Uh, no, oh. Donnie Cates. Oh. Just to, yeah, just to say hi and you know, sign some <laughs> X-Men number ones. 30 years ago.
2: <laughs> they had some extra yeah,
1: X-Men number ones lying around, so he's going to sign them. Battle of Hoth is three years
2: after. So there's only one year in between Empire and Return, which seems off that Luke can become a Jedi Master in one a year.
0: One year. <laughs> <Again>, you <everyone laughs> well, don't so realize, you, you seen how quickly some of the other... Uh, I mean, you get across the galaxy on, in two on minutes. On the Force stuff, um, you know, Luke, you don't see it as much, but he really did pick up quick. It only took him a year.
1: Returning that book works if you <coughs> throw over So
0: it's book. not that far off, you know, that, that Ray picked up all that stuff. So, so uh, are those something,
1: two points we want to keep out of the review on the Ultimately, you don't. You can say whatever you want, uh, but that could be like by this time, you know, ten days later. It's by saying that, a a lot of people probably already know it. Just like if they weren't getting it, it was it was a headline thing, uh, not the not Jar Jar thing, but the but the Padme thing. Padme was the last page reveal that everyone was saying, like, okay, make sure you stay off the internet because you're not going to want the last page spoiled for you, and. Uh, Cause that could open up for a nice conversation. You know. Yeah, we could debate. So I mean, jar, you know. <laughs> clone. She's a clone. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something that's just going to end up being that's not her, but it's a it's that perfect that be thing cool. of being like, yep, you're going to buy issue it. you that so you can figure out what it is. That's on Nabu, right? Yeah, it's a clone. No, uh no, uh, that's her apartment on Coruscant. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. either, either way, both headquarters of Palpatine.
1: There you go. Right, but uh, it, it <coughs> that takes place inside. When she died, they sealed her apartment. It's kind of like a shrine. Um, so uh, it's completely sealed off and left the way it was the day she died. But then yeah, they had a key remember? underneath the I welcome mat. Keep keep off. Okay. thought Vader blew <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, cause the, she's the, no the day statue. Day. Well, she's got a for these. That's when they find the transmitter, which connects to the Gungan that you yeah, see getting yeah, you attacked, whatever that may be. And Definitely a gungan. They open so up the to next to. room and that's where Padme is Uh for the clone, though. Palpatine's hologram. Uh, just his own brain messing with him. Know. Yeah. yeah, they they didn't they didn't do
2: a great job use it because Rise of Skywalker was rushed. But it the I think the point of that one scene in Rise of you saw Rise of oh, yeah, right? Uh so in the in the original Canon books, Palpatine's been making clones for decades. It's like an operation that he's been using since the clone wars, basically. And you know, he's cloned everyone from himself to so I could see him cloning Padme and, you know, keeping her there to use in the future. Is that an amber Alert thing? That's what it sounds like. Yep. I'm surprised we're not all
1: doing off. See, it's, it's not on my phone. This is my iPod, former phone. And it doesn't do it on my phone, but it does Oh, there it, it is. Milwaukee.
3: Sometimes I get them and sometimes I don't. I don't know why. Have you been in Milwaukee lately? No. No. Oh.
2: Because it might be... Because I'm in Milwaukee every other day at
1: least. So, yeah, it's probably... A... I didn't know if it was a location thing. Yeah, I don't think I... Well, maybe the beginning of January I was. That was... Fuddruckers. Um... There was one the the Star Raptor guy. Uh, he uh, and I'm not one to like jump into like theory. Like I just I'm like, oh, I'll read issue two when it comes out and find out. But he had said in uh, his review that he uh, was people are speculating if it's the the name I can't think of the name of the character, but you know Kira Knightley. Uh, if it's if it's the the Handmaiden like double yeah like if that ends up being the reveal.
2: Doesn't she die in episode two, though? Or is that a different double? Because she, she has is like... You, yeah, yeah, I think that was a different,
1: them. like right in that opening. Yeah, so when the ship blows up with yeah. the car bombing, basically. <coughs> but She would be in there sealed for 20 years. That's the part that doesn't make sense. If she's got a Wi-Fi and like Netflix, Disney Plus. Well, Disney Plus, <laughs> she probably gets a free subscription. So. Right.
2: Cause don't they show Padme die on screen?
1: Yeah. So like, maybe Padme in that room is a love bomb. Is that, okay. <laughs> An is awesome Austin Austin. Yeah, baby. And in the next episode, she's gonna turn the banner. If you like me. <laughs> what if? I for yeah, I think so. Hold on. I don't, I don't think <laughs> it's so gonna be like Nisa, make you horny. That just killed it. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Sounds like David wants to say something,
0: he's like, <laughs> No, I'm just thinking, oh. you know. I okay. thought you're working up a joke in your I, head like
1: No, it, it
0: was it was there and then I was like, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really we picked on David enough. <laughs> I was gonna say that's why he gets so work up Excuse moment. me sir. Yeah, <laughs> I Jar Jar gives him Jar Jar is his thoughts. boy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was that? Was, uh, Jar Jar
3: is his boy? Oh no. Reach in my pocket to get my phone out. <laughs> That's right
1: there. So, how's everybody been? Pretty good. Pretty good. We'll be here for the club. I don't know if he confirmed if he's staying D&D or not, uh, but. Heard nothing from him, so. But yeah, he sent me his list, so. You'll at least be here for that. <laughs>
3: Gideon. Nobody uh, else is reading it, so I might as well talk about it. <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I heard so, uh, right. people were talking about it on a podcast I was listening to, and so I'd be curious to see what you think, because this might be something i jump on one day. Gideon? Yeah. I don't know how I would be jumping on it. What's that? I don't know how I would be jumping on it. It's weird, I think. Yeah, that's why I don't bring it to the table too often, just because I'm like, there's just a lot to discuss. But it's you just know, kind of the end of the arc. This, this is definitely that's why yet. I'm bringing
3: it. Yeah, I don't either.
1: Really. So is your dad excited about the new Dark Knight metal series starting up? What? Yeah, the heavy metal, right? Is that you what it is? I haven't heard that. Yeah, I I almost sent it to the club page and just saying, like, nobody tell Kurt's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing he probably wouldn't have read that anyways. But yeah, it's coming in, what, May, I think? Yeah, the final chapter. But yeah, there's a lot of big big splash promotion for it. That's probably why I'm not getting my omnibus, because I've been wanting to read it. (laughs) Sure, I'd like it more out of, you know, going back now and reading it as a whole, but me, A, not being a Deep dive DC guy, there's just a lot of stuff that just ultimately didn't really. Like, they could have done the same thing for Marvel and I would have probably been more attached just because I knew more of the Marvel elements of everything that was happening, but. Team
3: right. I saw your post about going out to dinner last night. Really? Yeah. Um, they said you were with me. Right. Uh, are you not married or she just didn't change it? She just it? never
1: changed her Facebook profile. Okay.
3: And I was like, I guess I've seen the name come up before and it just never really clicked until after I met her. Right.
1: Yeah. No, she just never changed it. talking about Dan Parent and his commissions. So somebody wanted him to do Sabrina as Michonne with Zombie Jughead and Zombie Archie. Cool. like the kind of things that he does. Um... If not going out to dinner with another woman on Valentine's Day, yeah, that's why. Made a that's why trouble. Think? <laughs> yeah, posting is very public. Too. Yeah, well, I didn't know if maybe, I, maybe they're open that way. <laughs> I didn't know if guys, you guys could see that stuff. If I, well,
3: if you're we're Facebook friends, so gotcha. Not just not on the right. There's another one where somebody wanted Harley to win a burger
1: eating contest and
3: Oh, that would be a cool one. That's movie. not bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I That's what I missed in uh, uh, the, movie? the movie. Yeah. Kind of expecting her to show her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I suppose with just having all the other ones, and it just ran out of I mean, just being like- I wouldn't, not even a
3: lot, but just, you know, like a camera or a reference or Easter egg
1: who you got in the play? I. Isla Fisher.
3: Ooh, good.
1: Nice Paul Yeah. Yeah, I was ready with that one. As you can tell. Yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. Not I shoot. That's bigger. just it. You sold me. That's it. All right. No bother, even thinking. <laughs> that oh would be boy. A perfect. Yet. <laughs> Mike. Said, so "Go ahead." Charges card. Yeah, let's see what else happened in the pop culture world. Did anyone see the screen footage or the test uh, footage of Batman? Batman? I did. That black screen with a little bit of red in it? <laughs> and yeah, you gotta turn up your brightness. <laughs> see you See a little bit. I saw it on my phone and I was like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, He's got the pronounced chin, you know, when they show him his, his face.
3: That. I didn't even know there was a face in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and did, did you... The debate over whether the, the signet on his chest is the gun that killed his parents. Yeah. So I got the images here, because from Kevin Smith's Detective 1000 story, and Kevin reacted and is just like, was flipping out if that's <laughs> going to be the case. that's the case, the case yeah. Here is, you know, somebody went in and, you know, got rid of the red and was able to pull this out of there.
0: So oh, this is what... Cool.
1: So in Kevin's detective story. Uh, he buys the gun that killed his parents. Yeah, and melts it down. So rather, than, makes it, pipe to rather than it killing more people, the bullets, it's going to yeah, protect weapon. and blah, blah, blah. So seeing that, then there's a lot of theory about it, and then Kevin was flipping out. Some say it's just two it rings you know, like in... Uh uh, Titans, how the Iron Robin was, you know, would pop out, and it's his, uh, oh, okay, okay. So, so something that's like a battery that pops out. But Could be his grapple gun. This was the, I don't know if you end up seeing the teaser thing at all. It was test footage, I guess, not Yeah, the just the screen, uh, screen Spring footage of up. the costume. But you been reading this one? Yep. Yep, you guys got it on the list. I think he's going to take lead because he got it first dance okay. he's going to take that' cool. Yeah, I remember getting out of a movie and then just seeing Twitter blowing up and talking. I'm like, did I miss a Batman drone? I'm like, they have one already? I'm thinking like, like wow. I'm like, I know they were filming you know, for a little bit, but man, they're really... Bro, what are they cooking up there?
0: Um, Fake meatballs. <laughs> I don't
1: know,
0: it smelled good when I walked in the door. Veggie balls. Actually, I I will say they're they're not bad. I mean, because there there are some meat substitutes yeah, awesome. that they get right. The
1: the meatballs are, are decent. Uh, you missed one big pop culture discussion. We just uh, oh,
3: he's kind
1: on. <laughs> what's that? He's
3: got on the beer. Yeah.
1: Um, the Batman test footage. Did you see that or any buzz about it? Earlier? I saw one image, a dark
0: image, <laughs> of. Uh, like yeah. this one probably you know, of, of,
1: yeah the sparkle night and the red light <laughs> did you see the image of his chest uh cleaned up the bat symbol like shaved yeah shaved like... <laughs> yeah they got a nice you know good shape butter on there and but uh there's some speculation about the possibility of like that being some sort of device well that being the gun melted down because kevin smith did that story in detective 1000. Uh, of, of his, his parents. Yeah. Um, I think so, that, I've seen that
3: before. That concept. Is that right? I mean, yeah. That's been mentioned before.
1: Yeah, that's something Kevin would go on about in the Batman Beyond. Or, uh, oh, for for an hour. Yeah, just for, for Joy. Just that, yeah. Can't wait for him to start podcasting again. It's because it's quiet. Not yeah, I think no. they're I think they're almost, you know, they're on the tail. I think March, I think they had dates for March yet, and then they, I don't think they had April one. so then they can get back to Babylon and all that stuff.
3: See Kevin Smith as Silent Bob on uh, Joker's 200th episode. 200th episode of one. Impractical Jokers. Oh, no, no. Um, for their final punishment. No, no, that wasn't the final one. One of their challenges was um, you have to get people to untangle several pairs of earbuds, and then as soon as somebody accepts that, you know, then they let the, um, they give them a the clue. And Jay and Silent Bob, Bob come <laughs> running, and they're gonna rip down the Joker's pants. <laughs>
1: I'll have to watch the clip online. See, when he said Joker's 200th, I'm thinking, like, when you said episode, and I'm thinking, like, I thought oh, you meant like issue. Yeah, see, I, my mind went to that, and then I'm thinking, like, oh, you meant to say issue, but I'm like, Joker's 200th issue. I'm like, they really do the math? I'm like, oh, like, the blah, blah, blah. And so that's where my mind was going, yeah. and I was so lost. But now I'm on board of what you're saying. And I see the movie comes out next week. Yep. And uh, Yeah, that's next week. Yeah, Fandango didn't have any... Uh, Maybe just nobody updated anything, but nothing popped up for around here. So I'm hoping that they uh, have to go to Brookfield, which means fun records. Uh, go to Brookfield to see it or something if they add it to the list, but.
3: Breakdown of that trailer. There's sound. There it
1: goes. With the test footage thing? I
3: think so. He's a just music.
1: Then you see all the comparisons of it with the Netflix Daredevil then, like how they look exactly oh, yeah.
3: the same. See, I know this shot I can see a lot better than I my phone.
0: Even the red?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right down to the red. <laughs> it's at the end where he looks up that you can actually see the cow and he's got that pronounced jawline. Which yeah, yeah, it looks really like it's good.
0: and like, Milward, like, like oh, yeah. you,
1: you hell. He got jawline Yeah. <laughs> I know they're making a trilogy, so it should be good. I a lot of good people behind it. Uh, Matt Reeves did the Planet of the Apes movies, the newer ones. Thought those were pretty pretty good. And when I heard he was going to be Batman, I'm like, really? And then I haven't seen The Lighthouse yet, but I heard that he did such a great job acting that, that he should have been <laughs> nominated. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe this just got I think, think he's going to surprise a lot of
3: people. Eric, when he shows up, he'll know more about guns.
1: Is that a real gun that they just... <laughs> oh, yeah. But the way it looks
3: is yeah, they would have had to slice it in half and... Over, yeah,
1: that's... It's, uh, it's weird. That's what they're saying that it is, is he cut the gun in half and he shaped it. It's, but it's, it's not even well-shaped for doing that. I don't... Well, it's, it's, oh, he's young. There's no official comment. This is just fan yeah, speculation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
3: the articulation, in the not know, is of.
1: Plus, then going back to the casting with Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, I think is awesome. You Do we yeah. know where in the timeline is this uh, is? Like young, old. All I think it's just young in its own thing. I don't think it has any intention of being part of anything, other than think, yeah, if they're going to tie it together with the other ones or. And ultimately, I'm fine with that. Like, I mean, you look. Somebody asked me the other day about Birds of Prey, just saying like a DC finally make a good movie or something. I'm like. going back, I'm like, I've really liked Aquaman, and Wonder Woman, and Shazam, and Joker, and I'm like, it's been since, like, maybe... Memo Steel was good. Yeah. Back in, like, 2016... (laughs) Oh, you didn't like Memo Steel? Not particularly. I mean, Batman v Superman was alright. right. For me, 2016, Batman v Superman was the last time that I was like... And I still saw that three times in the theater but it still wasn't. Like, I liked all the movies that came after it way better than right. the ones that came before it. And I like Man of Steel more as I've seen it, rewatched it, like, when the next movie came out, then I'd watch it again. But, but, uh, but I, I like the idea of the, what they're doing now where they're just like, well, here's a Joker movie that takes a place maybe in 70s, 80s. years here's the harley birds of prey that's technically a sequel to suicide squad but you don't need to see it and don't need to do any connective you know teaser credits to set up the next thing but then we're yeah, going to see her in it another follows, suicide squad follows
3: so. suicide squad in history but it's not related to suicide yeah. squad except that it's after joker's relationship that's clearly established in the movie anyway, yeah, very yeah.
1: clearly. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's working good for them just to tell, like, you know, Aquaman happened, yes, it exists in that world, but it doesn't rely, because they talk about Justice League for, like, 30 seconds in there, I think. Him and Mara are, they just make a mention of it or something. And now, you know, Wonder Woman's in 1984, like... I think they're just concentrating on being like, alright, let's just make some movies rather than, alright, this has to be a puzzle piece. Because they didn't plan that from the get-go at all. So so going back to it, Justice League was only announced the weekend Avengers made a billion dollars, because then they're like, yeah, we're making Justice League. But really what they should have
0: done is, instead of jumping into Justice League, they should have done some movies, uh, you know, kind of see what the hits are, what the misses are, you know, if they had to redo Batman, so be it, okay, if they have to redo Superman, so be it, but take the ones that work, okay, that's great, all right, let's try this again, let's do that, okay, now it works, whatever, and then they can take all those pieces and go, hey, now we've got a Batman that works, Uh, which probably won't be this time around, but um, now we'll have uh, a Superman that works and a Wonder Woman and Aquaman and all this. Now that we have those pieces, now we can move forward, put them together, and do a justice to the movie. You know, that's that probably would have been a, a, a better way to go to it. Uh, you know, even uh, Marvel Avengers, they didn't just go, "Hey, we did a couple movies, let's let's do Avengers." They did a few. They were still kind of working out the kinks. Luckily, those worked, except they made the changes with Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Um, so, uh, so even then, they they needed a little bit of time before doing Avengers to work some of that out. And then when they did, it was a big hit. You
1: know, they had a second Iron Man movie, you know, in there before that even happened, you know. So,
0: and yeah, you could say, oh, they had a second Superman movie in there too, but it also wasn't exactly,
1: you know, Batman v. Superman. Because, because Man Man of Steel man of steel <laughs> it's like a new serial uh manos um hands of fate uh the man of steel 2 was still a discussion point post justice league 2 of saying like all right man of steel 2 we still want to revisit this so the fact that they're still calling a potential superman which is probably not going to happen now obviously but but that shows that that wasn't bvs so.
0: Um, even not being happy with Man of Steel and whatever, and, and the way that they did Superman, um, I was still open to them trying to fix the missteps on that and continue on to have that shared universe. Yeah, you know. but again, you can't. And uh, you know, when you when you take a character, and this is kind of how Kurt will explain it too, when you take the character that's supposed to be kind of the, the the, this beacon of hope and the brightest character and he turned in, into this dark character that sets the tone for the whole universe um, and Superman's not supposed to be this dark character uh, you know that's that's Batman you don't need Superman to be Batman you need su- Superman super Batman to be Superman to not probably have the Flash be you know like uh, Iron Man Power Ranger guy. Like I I don't know I just never really got the the armor on the cast.
1: Maybe that was a response to the fact of like alright well we have this other Flash that everyone's really loving so let's do something that's not just doing doing that look and that style you know. That might have been a I feel like there were a lot of
0: options open to them in doing a uh, movie, you know, big screen quality costume with Flash that really uh, captured the Flash and yet wasn't the same as the TV show. Because TV show Flash is a decent costume for a TV show, but I wouldn't expect to see that costume, like, you know, up on the silver screen either. Yeah, I think uh, I think there were things that that could have been uh, fixed even moving forward with the same shared uniform uh, universe.
1: They all share the uniform. Yeah, the uniform, the same.
0: <laughs> no, wait, I'm thinking Avengers again.
1: <laughs> or or like uh, Rebirth, or
3: no, New Fifty Two, where they almost all looked like like they all had the tab collar
0: thing. <laughs> but you know, when you say Rebirth that's another way that they could have done this they could have said okay you know what this is this is a dc universe and dc is known for these um these big events you that change things about, but... they could write that right into the their, their movie universe as well <laughs> hey you know we screwed up here so when we do an event why don't we use that to kind of repair our yeah, our yeah. movie universe I guess uh, I guess I just felt that there were options for them beyond. Well,
1: let's just scrap it. They're doing that with Suicide Squad too, aren't they? Like, I know the sequel they like completely retcon the first one, and they just kind of doing it over.
0: I don't think they're really retconning it. They're just kind of not. It's kind of like they did with uh, um, Hulk in Marvel. They kind of went well. We're not going to say it didn't happen, you but. know. And and they're actually and they do reference it in a ways. And bringing Ross
1: back and all that right. stuff, right?
0: So you know, you you watch the rest of the MCU, and the things in that movie didn't necessarily have to have happened. You know, yeah, you have a character and stuff like that, but aside from that, there's really nothing. Where you go, oh I gotta go back and and watch in the Incredible Hulk to 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 get the whole picture.
1: the last talking point I could throw out there before we close up this one, did you hear the the Rick Moranis news? I did. (laughs) I returning to his role for the shrunk, the what is the Disney Plus uh, is it a reboot series, or is it a movie? I like, thought movie, but I didn't I even it, hear Disney+. Plus was getting rebooted, so I don't know. Does that mean... It's, it's, the reboot's what? called Shrunk, according to... The I've heard very little
0: about it other than Rick Moranis... Rick Moranis is coming back... I just can't talk to him. Um, he's coming back, reprising the role, but this time around, his son shrunk his family <laughs> so, so I don't know if we're that sounds is more back. like a sequel he, than a yeah reboot. it's kind of like a, uh, the the la- the latest vacation
1: movie yeah that's was exactly really what I was going to say reboot it's like hey
0: we're, this time it's going to be Rusty and his family
1: yet another different Rusty yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be funny
3: if they do a sequel to that and have another <laughs> Rusty <laughs> <laughs> that would be good just to keep
1: keep form with it it just pisses me off that he came out of retirement for this, but he didn't come out of retirement just to do a cameo of Ghostbusters. That we know of. He had, he had already said he didn't. Well, that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> see, what, when Sad I saw it. and I didn't
0: know that happened, but when I did well, see were this. there things that I didn't realize that he had come out for. Because he he done. He came out? <laughs> that, that's uh, that's all we'll, right. We'll t- cover that on a different okay. episode. Um, but there are other things that he came out of retirement for. You know briefly to uh to do a voice and
1: this this and that it didn't take a long commitment of time right and even if that ghostbusters thing happened like he could do it a month before the movie shows up and it would They still had two more weeks to do it if they if they were to put anything in an afterthought or if they're been trying to convince him but that was my first thought when i read this it's just being like well i wonder if there's a possibility of just Any shred of involvement, and like going to the first Guardians movie, it was still like I think it was like two weeks out from theaters. I already had my tickets, and they were still waiting to lock the film. And it wasn't in a rush. It's just like, oh, this is the way you know we we got plenty of time yet, and we're almost done. Like just tweaking, you know, scores and this and that and whatever. So there's more than enough time to basically. You know, like how, fi- how quick they fixed cats, you know, and they that first version had the, the human hand in there, and then they pulled it, like, and then they, like, sent a new version to them. So if they need to add Rick Moranis to Ghostbusters, they could do it. Yeah.
0: I mean, it might be too late to add him to Sonic the Hedgehog now, you know, in, <laughs> in, in furthering attempts to uh, fix that, but
1: speaking of which i had bought stuff to make some chili dogs in honor of sonic coming out which i did see the movie it's something that uh so we're we're having chili dogs down here we, oh no we, uh, I just me clear some color just space. me oh um cool. me and sonic tails knuckles april O'Neil. Is she in it, is it is O'Neil something O'Neil else, else. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah. I that one. Chili dogs is the one thing that I think was only in the animated series where, like, he's like, "Hey, let's get some chili dogs!" Like, it just came like, when did you know? It was never a video game aspect, you know. He didn't collect you know onion rings and chili dogs or something. But, That's uh, what those rings were—they were onion were <laughs> <they> were <laughs> onion rings. <laughs> he was collecting them <laughs> so that he could have them with his chili dog. Exactly. But there are chili dogs in the new Sonic movie, and that is all I needed out of that Sonic movie. Quick review. It was fun, good, honest, family, goofy comedy. It's not a laugh-ride of, you know... It's not a game-changer to cinema. It's not anything other than what they're putting in the trailers of, like... Uh, it's not
0: like the whole reason that they made Avatar... Just to <laughs> yeah, perfect the, to get the CGI to do Sonic the To fix on. it, you know,
1: to redo his teeth and then, yeah, you know, That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It, it was just... Stupid, family, cookie cutter type of you know what you expect.
0: And then, Uh, undoubtedly, Jim Carrey's finest, uh, (laughs) finest movie achievement. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I think he's up for the Oscar.